Moving on for another very special treat because the Hong Kong Response Exhibition at the 17th Venice Architectural Biennale is currently ongoing at City Gallery. To find out more, we are going to join our resident intern Abe as he chats with curator Benny Lee and local architect Sarah Lee all about this exhibition. Here they are. All right, good afternoon, everyone. Today I'm here with Benny Lee and Sarah Lee. Uh, Benny, your exhibition aims to address a plethora of social issues and challenges that our city faces. Just tell us a bit about some of the challenges that your exhibition aims to address. Um, the theme was how we will live together. And that is a big question. In Hong Kong, our response to this statement is by redistribution of land, people and environment, which we see them as a redistribution of different kind of resource for society. And that is how we will live together. So just elaborate a bit on what do you mean when you say that your exhibit aims to redistribute local resources? Well, for example, uh, redistribution is an idea that uh, the resource, we already have it, but we have been using it in the same way in the past decades. For example, the ocean is uh, the resource that we have. In our curatorial statement by redistribution, we inspire our exhibitors to think about ways to um, redistribute these resources that we have all along the way. For example, one of the exhibitors is actually quite innovative. They try to explore how to use modern day technologies and to live in the sea. And this is one example of how to redistribute the ocean resource that we already have. And the other exhibitor teams, the um, great architect, uh, Hong Kong architect, Mr. Rocco Yim, um, they have come up with an idea of using caves and mountains in Hong Kong as a power bank. Well, building inside caverns and, and caves and mountains in Hong Kong is not a new idea, but a base bank is. They are treating the resource of land in Hong Kong as if we have our external battery for our phones. But when we have peak demands or lower demands of land supply in Hong Kong, we can make use of these reserved space bank to uh, buffer our needs. That, so, so these are basically uh, are the examples of how we redistribute existing resource, not only land, but people and environment. One of the sort of specified aims that your exhibit aims to uh, create a conversation about is heritage conservation. So why is it important that we preserve and raise awareness about our local heritage? No one can foresee the future, but we all know about the past. So we are learning from the past to build our future at the present point of view. And people are not machines. We have memories, we have we have emotions. That's why one of our exhibitors explored the redistribution of land and people resources in the form of movie called Emotional Cities. It is because to build our future by making use of technology is like a bicycle. We have the rear view, we have the technology and we have the power to drive us forwards. But what is important is the steering wheel, which is the front wheel. Which direction are we going? And that cannot be done without the help of understanding our history and also what in the past our society has been building in our heritage. So, I mean, when you could simply just, you know, start anew, you know, why pursue this marriage of the old and new? Well, one of the obvious reasons is that um, it's better for our environment. 
you know, in um, constructing a new building, a new development, there is a lot of construction waste involved in the process. First of all, you have demolition and you have to tear down what is already functional now, and that is a lot of waste. And to rebuild them, there is a lot of other construction waste. So um, by rebuilding from the past, uh, we definitely saved a lot of carbon footprints um, for our for for our future. So Sarah, your exhibit aims to celebrate architectural development and basically the development of the landscape and also the people surrounding the Xingmen River in Sha Tin.、Uh, just tell us a bit about your exhibit. Yes,、uh, the project focuses on Shaotin, which is one of the first towns to undergo a complete transformation into a new town in the 1970s. So, as cities change, so does the landscape, the people, lifestyles, and infrastructure necessary to support the growing community, which went from 30,000 in 1970s to today's population of 685,000.、Wow. The Xingmen River has, has really been present through the change, and invisible landscapes、uh, forms part of a larger infrastructure upgrading works along the river. It's a four-kilometer heritage trail of 12 landscape installations that together tell stories, which range from past and present events, and celebrate the heritage, geography, landscape, cultural, and sporting history of Shaotian. So, in the research period, we uncovered a lot of interesting historical events. You try to capture through the installations. So each work has its own identity and acts as a spatial device, which link the viewer back to the river. And we call it invisible landscapes because it gives a sense of kind of beyond the landscape that you see. There is a lot behind this and the connection to the river and the collective memory. So I mean,、uh, if I were to talk to my friends, say about Shaotin, you'd get a lot of shrugs. I mean, it's not the most you know at least conventionally exciting. Place in Hong Kong. So, why this focus on Shaotin? Well,、um, what we wanted to look at is really how a town like Shaotin could transform really through the ages. And I think of the 18 districts. Actually, when you start researching, you discover many interesting stories. So, our exhibit takes the form of physical conceptual study models, which we originally made. And we selected eight out of twelve installations. So each of these one to twenty-five scale models are overlaid on top of a site plan, which are engraved on a timber base, together with analytical diagrams, which we did during the design development. And in our research, we found Shaotin has a lot of firsts, like the first powered flight, which was the farmer biplane, which took off in 1911. And we located this through mapping the hills in the background. And certain times of the day, the sun shines; it reveals the silhouette. Of the plane in the ground, and looking at、um, the exhibit in different ways, you can then see things in in different ways, and certain、uh, physical qualities create a spe- special relationship with the surroundings. And no matter how much the landscapes change, there's always still memory, and we try to create a dialogue that kind of connects between past and present. So, in addition, we also specifically made a video for the Biennale that explains the idea more clearly. A response to the curator's theme about land redistribution, which in our mind poses、uh, important questions about preservation of our collective memory in our community in Hong Kong today. So, in regards to this element of change,、uh, alongside the landscape change, you've also seen the community itself change. So,、uh, could you just elaborate a bit on that? It's a f- very interesting because during the、um, Design development. We consulted with lots of sort of local groups,、uh, such as the、uh, Chekung Temple, 
um, local schools um, and also with the council. So uh, we had a lot of stakeholder meetings about what the history was and how we could capture that. And really, uh, they were very active, I think, in, in the research. And also, we would also do walks along the river, and they would accompany us and tell stories as well. So it really brought out a lot of memories, and also it really want, want, sort of had an th- enthusiasm to really share the, the landscape and also the stories as well. You've talked about this sort of concept of cultural heritage and the heritage of the local area. So some of these concepts might seem somewhat alien or unfamiliar to most young people. What does our generation have to gain if we do choose to sort of celebrate and aim to understand our collective cultural heritage? That's a good question. Um, Every new generation learns from their history and historical heritage and fragile collective memory should be preserved where possible for the benefit of the next generation. And we have to give very careful consideration in its curation and editorial process. So we're not only preserving the essence of each story, but also represent the ideas in such a way to appeal to the new generation and in a way that, that are meaningful to a wider community. So in terms of young generations, giving the prevailing trends towards everything digitized and, um, for instance, AI, we're seeing more and more sophisticated, interactive and responsive landscapes that are becoming part of our everyday life. And it's always interesting to imagine and contemplate our future and its legacy for the next generation of Hong Kong youth and how their story might be told and passed on. Guys, thank you so much. It's been wonderful to talk to you. If you're interested in learning more about this absolutely fascinating event, do be sure to take a look at 2021.vbexhibitions.hk for further details. The exhibition's currently ongoing and comes to a close on December 15th, so do make sure to check it out before then.